AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Big Bang. It is what it is, man. BJ Scream. If you don't be on nothing, I'll be on. Baby Jade. Okay, so let me ask y'all this then. Bring you Big, big, big Facts. Right now. Visit the new website today. BigFactsPod.com. It's DJ Scream, Big Bang, Baby Jade, Big Facts Crew, Clark Atlanta University, HBCU in the green. We got a special guest with us right now, one of the biggest financial literacy podcasts. You heard of the Social Proof Podcast with David Shands. What's up, my bro? Yeah. What's happening? Y'all not clapping? We're not clapping. We're clapping. <laughs> man, some energy here. What's man? man, we just wanted to bring you in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is all about teaching, uh, you know, our youth and uh, just everybody in general, our culture about uh, financial literacy, uh, financial progression and everything. So I guess give everybody a little bit of your background and your story of how you got into that space. Oh, absolutely. So uh, just real quick, as a... I, 
as a kid, I was always like trying to make some money mm. in some way. Like, and I, I don't know if kids are like born with it, uh, with that ambition. Like, I'm raking my leaves on my lawn. Most and I are. I don't know what makes me look across the street at my lawn like, dang, I'm breaking my leaves, but she got leaves on her lawn. I wonder if she'll pay me. I don't so know what like, yeah. I don't know what sparks that Hustle. thought. You know what Hustle. I mean? Hustle. Yeah, just yeah. born with that and just I tried everything to make some money. And then long story short, I worked at the Cheesecake Factory for six years. Mm. The last two and a half years, I started a t-shirt brand called Sleep is for Suckers, geared right. towards entrepreneurship. And um, that and was that kind of boomed off for you when you opened the kiosk in Cumberland, right? Well, I mean, I was jumping like while I was working at the job, I was building a brand. Okay. So like okay. I'm doubling up, but I really leaned into these T-shirt sales. Okay. Like even while I'm at work, I'm like, all right, bet come up, pull up, I'll come outside, get your shirt. <laughs> I'm dropping off a drink, refill that joint, walk outside, serve my customer, come back, and that was my hustle until I actually left. Okay. And then I then I opened the kiosk, and you know it was up from there. So what what was cool. that day? We like to talk about that. So on Big Fast, we tell everybody, man, get a job. If you got to get a job, yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying, sustaining everything. But what was that day when it was like middle finger to the job? It was never that moment. Like, actually, the the exit from my job was when I started being grateful for the job and realizing why I'm there. Hmm. So every day I get a chance. I go to the table and I'll say, hey, well, welcome to the Cheesecake Factory. I'm David. Fish of the day is salmon and mahi-mahi. Comes with broccoli and mashed potatoes. Hmm. Every day... I get a chance to work on my presentation skills. So I would slur my words and say fish of the day instead of fish of the day. But I'm like, dang, I get a chance to practice every day pronunciation because I know I'm going to be around the world speaking. I knew I was going to have a microphone somewhere mm. and I have to stop, slur stop slurring my words. Mm. So I got excited. I got a chance to work on that every day, work on my sales skills. You cannot come to the Cheesecake Factory, sit at my table and not get a cheesecake at the end, no matter what you say to me. No, I'm on a diet. No, I'm not eating it. But I got a chance to... I don't, you. I, I don't care if they had a great experience. They gave me a good tip, but if I couldn't sell them more than what they what they originally came for, came for yeah. then I'm like, dang, what did I do wrong? So I, I never was like, yo, I hate this job. When I started, when I stopped saying I hate this job and understand why I'm there, that's when everything started to move. So basically, you selling that cheesecake was like you raking the lady neighbor's leaves. Hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Okay. Cool. Cool. But just cool. getting better, like getting better at something. I don't care if you're an Uber driver. Get better at it. Like I don't care if you <laughs> just get better at something. If yeah. you're if you're late to class every single class, that should be a problem and it should frustrate you. Why you can't get up and be somewhere on time? Right. Be anywhere on time. So my job gave me a chance to work on me, and um, that was the most amazing experience. Mm. What do you think is some of the first steps to become like to get in a better financial space? Whether that be credit, some some of my partners still ain't got no bank accounts. They won't get no <laughs> bank account. Like, what do you think some of those steps is to get yourself in a better financial space? Uh, first step: get around rich people. Yeah, get around people that make some money. Yeah, because you don't think anything's wrong until you get around somebody who can point that out. Mm. Like, I don't think anything's wrong with having twenty thousand dollars in credit card debt until I get around somebody and they say. Yo, I, you need to get out of debt. I'm like, why would I get out of debt? I don't got to pay it right now. Mm. I can get the couch right now and just live it. I didn't know nothing's wrong with it. Mm. But you get around some people and it kind of opens up your mind to like what's broken in your own life. Yeah. The second thing I would say is find out where you are financially. I made a post the other day. A homeless man with $3 in his pocket has a higher net worth than probably 80% of people here right now. Because. Somebody might be in debt for forty thousand, and you're making money, but you don't have forty thousand in the bank. Meaning, you are negative. Like your network is negative. all liquid assets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like liquid at least assets. at least okay. the homeless person doesn't owe anybody. 
At least a homeless person doesn't have to pay forty thousand dollars to get out of the get out of the hole. So some of our goals right now should be to at least get to the the, the net worth of a homeless person where I don't owe anything. Maybe I ain't got a whole lot. No, I'm not saying I would trade my life. But at least I broke even. Yeah, yeah. but like let's start. I didn't I didn't understand what net people say your net worth is your net worth, but people have no idea what net worth is or how to even describe it, how to define it for themselves. So just getting smarter and find out where we are financially is huge. So basically, like on the social proof, you take other people's businesses and, you know, like their ideas, you find out where the holes are, and then you explain to them how to properly plug those holes. Well, I got two parts. Um, okay. One, I interview really, really successful people and get like a free coaching session. So if you've made millions, right, I'm asking you questions on how you did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, But on Saturdays, I just implemented Q&A where there's people who are making less than 250000 or 100000 right. They just started their business and they have questions. So I'm actually educating them because I had to get both sides. People are like, yo, I want to be on the podcast, but you didn't accomplish much. Yeah. But I have an affinity for the people who need some exposure. So I just did an episode yeah. with a guy, a uh, 19-year-old uh, T-shirt brand uh, called Dope. It's, it's D-O-P-E, dominating on purpose every day. He's 19 years old. I was able to like do a Q&A with him on how to build his brand, but through the Q&A and the exposure, mad people started buying shirts from him to support and saying, yo, we love yeah. what you're doing and moving forward. So yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of two-part. Okay. What's the biggest um, success story that you feel like came from your podcast? Like, you know how people text you and be like, bro, thank you for this. Like, yeah. which one of those moments was the biggest to you? Uh, one is the speaker, the, the actual guests that are on the podcast, because... Like when we're interviewing, their following goes crazy. Or whatever they're selling, a lot of people buy it. So that's one success story. But it's really every day somebody's coming up to me, DM me. I, every single time I go to the airport, it's somebody that says, hey, man, yo, I I, I got six cars because of your episode with Maddie J or Pushman Mitch, and they're showing me the cars. Or, yo, I got a bunch of Airbnbs because of the episode with Zoe. And I'm... Mm -hmm. It's these, it's like these stories of people who they just didn't have, their mind wasn't open to an idea. They didn't know this thing existed. And then they run it. I was at the airport the other day. Uh, this guy said, yo, I never traded a stock before in my life. I watched the episode with uh, options traders. And he said, yo, I made $50,000. I said, you didn't have any background in, in stock trading or anything? He said, no, but I watched it. So I feel really good that uh, I built there. a career by highlighting people that deserve to be highlighted. So what made you start the morning meetup? Um, I wanted to get up earlier. <laughs> Keep it real with you. We had a, I had a coaching program at the time, and I'm like, yo, I was getting up at like 10, 11 o'clock every single day because I'm an entrepreneur. I can do what I want, stay up all night, and just wake yeah. up. That, that's part of freedom. You get to wake up when you want to wake up. But um, I, I realized that um, I wanted to maximize the day, and there okay. were certain things that I wanted to preach. I wanted to preach like, don't be lazy, get up early, but I couldn't because I wasn't doing it myself. Mm. And I told my call, I told my uh, my people like, yo, let's get on the call a little earlier, man. Let's do nine o'clock. And I mean, we had like probably ten people that jumped on at nine o'clock, and we were on there. We had a good day. And I, after the call, I'm like, yo, I'm ready for the world. Let's go. I was inspired by being able to teach people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it just kept growing, kept growing. Now we got um, over a thousand people on the morning meetup. We get uh, on at seven forty-five now. It's a oh, book okay. club. Yeah, it's a book club. We all we read like fifteen books together last year, cover to cover. Because we just read one, one chapter at a time. So um, it's needed. I, I started because I needed that inspiration and community has saved my life. Yeah. But I know some people that are entrepreneurs, you'll watch an interview or watch um, watch 
certain interviews where they're telling you how to, but if you're at home by yourself, learning how to may not help you. You need a group of people that's all looking to get to the next level to push. Right. So, um, so you yeah, guys can kind of bounce off each other's energy. For sure. Huge right. community. You know, uh, when, I, when I be watching your stuff, like some financial literacy people is like, anti man, don't buy no nice car, don't buy no jewelry, mm -hmm. don't buy no what, don't buy nothing, right? But you kind of on the other side, you'll buy a chain, you'll buy, you'll say, I just bought this and I just bought that. Yeah. What's 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 kind of like your take on that? Because some, I ain't saying the community is divided, but some of them are just like, don't buy anything. Uh, Don't ever buy anything because it's not an asset. And so, so that's what they teach, but you kind of teach, teach the contrary. I mean, if you are, I, I, I think you should, uh, I don't tell people what to buy if they, you know, I think we live one time. Yeah. It'd be a shame to like be a, a hermit where you're just saving all your money and you get hit by a bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I want you to like live a good life, but there's a balance. So actually my, my first watch, it wasn't this one, my first watch. I said, I want this Rolex. And it was like, I think I spent maybe 18,000. No, it was like $16,000. And I was like, dang, I can't bring myself to just spend $16,000. Now I had the money. That's the, that's the key. I've been working hard and I had the money, but it's something I really wanted. So I said, yo, I'm going to do an event to make the money to buy the watch. So I put on this content creation workshop and I think it was like a thousand people, I think a thousand dollars and about 30 people came. So I, specifically did that so I can have the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can have something that I wanted. I ain't gonna spend my money, I'm gonna spend y'all. Yeah, money. like it, it wasn't it wasn't planned money, but I think you can like you create a lifestyle based around what you have. You know what I mean? If you say y'all I'm gonna save 10% of every single dollar that I have and this 10% is my travel budget. Mm. However big that travel budget, go take a trip. So yeah, so I don't wherever tell you can to afford to go. Money. Yeah. 100%. So you feel like you living in your purpose by doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Or is yeah. it your last purpose? Are you still searching for your purpose purpose? I think my purpose is to, um, at the end of the day, to go to heaven after all this is over. So I don't think God cares whether I'm a financial education coach or a high school basketball coach. Me personally, I don't think, I don't think he cares, right? But uh, I think my purpose is to inspire people to be better. So at the end of all of this, um, we all go to a desirable place. Mm -hmm. When we start talking about purpose, uh, passion is different. I'm I'm in my passion. I love talking to people. Love educating people. Love helping people, and teaching entrepreneurship. So, what? Uh, how, how much of a blessing has the word or the culture podcast been to you? I think we can all talk about yeah. this. But how much has it particularly <laughs> been for you? See this chain, man. There you go. You see the watch. There you, you know? go. There you go. <laughs> now I, I think it's cool because people are finally into voices. Like they would listen to a voice. If I got, if I um, ask you, what are you listening to? If I ask you that question 15 years ago, mm -hmm. you're automatically going to tell me music. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll just go to an artist. Oh, I'm listening to Jay-Z right now. I'm listening to DMX right now. Mm -hmm. But that, you can't just ask somebody that question right mm -hmm. now and just get a music. They'll be like, well, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to, right? So mm -hmm. now it's like a norm that like people are interested in listening to voices and being educated. Mm -hmm. Yo, we used to have, I just made a post today. We used to have, I had a life-size poster of Allen Iverson on my wall or like, Biggie, because of what they did, how they made me feel, or how they entertained me, mm -hmm. right? But now we have these voices of people that we listen to that we're inspired by. Like people probably need to have y'all a poster of y'all on and say, "I want to be that. I want to get paid yeah. off my voice. I want to get paid off like being able to have conversations with people. That's cool. And believe it or not, we make a lot more money than entertainers. And <laughs> keeping it real with you. So. I 
I mean, I think it's 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 really really cool that uh, that people are interested in education. Mm -hmm. Our people want to be, we they want to aspire to be what right. we're doing, not just shoot a ball or grab a microphone. So, fact. Who who are some of your favorite podcasts? Big facts. There you go. Okay. One. That's a smart answer. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Big facts. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. You need that. I, I do like this episode. Uh, I like Earn Your Leisure, of course, but uh, Marketing School, it's like a five, 10 minute podcast where they're giving you some game on marketing. Five or 10 minutes. It's not it's like- It's called Marketing like, School? Marketing School, yeah. Okay. And I actually adopted that and I said, yo, I'm doing a five minute Fridays where I'm teaching something five for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I literally looked at some of the analytics, like some of those episodes, 33,000, 20,000 downloads. And I, and I put out a lot of content and I just stole that concept and started teaching it in a way that my people can relate. Mm -hmm. And it's working out like a, like a charm. Mm -hmm. so, what you got coming up? Um, Social Proof Alumni, October 27th. Last year we did the first uh, Social Proof Alumni, where everybody that's ever been on the podcast gets invited. Mm. I get a venue, unlimited drinks, unlimited food. Some of the some of the most amazing entrepreneurs in the world are connecting with each other at this one event. It was an all-white party. And uh, it's just, I, I had no agenda. I'm just saying, yo, I want to give back. Like, I've, I made a lot of money from being able to, not, not even just like from YouTube and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but being able to sit down and have a conversation with you, get some game mm -hmm. and apply it to my life. It's just been huge. So that's my get back this year. We're doing an all brown party and uh, it'll be about three, 400 people there. Mm -hmm. All high level entrepreneurs that have been on the podcast. What's so. all brown? What's the motivation behind it? We black, but we brown. <laughs> all brown. Okay. You know what I mean? So non-brown brown people, Kate? Brown, yeah, I mean, we have some white people on the show, but this uh, is, all brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? All it's brown. It's going to be beautiful to just Say see love. browns and tans and melanin. And I just got a vision. It's going to be dope. <laughs> yeah. They said they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's the biggest gem you'll give to, like, uh, since we are on the college campus, like, what's the biggest gem you'll give to somebody... You know what I mean? That uh, that's trying to make it maybe in their college dorm or maybe somebody that's incarcerated, maybe somebody that's in the streets living a different life. What's the yeah. biggest gem you would tell or want to give to them? Um, I guess different advice on all three, but uh, if I had to like give one, lean into something and master it. Mm-hmm. Lean into something. I mean, a lot of people just go after money and they like do a bunch of stuff. Well, I'm going to do hair, I'm going to sell t-shirts. I'm, I leaned into podcasting. And Sometimes when you lean into something, you got to give up something that's paying you. So I had to, dr- I dropped some stuff that was paying me yeah. to go into something that wasn't paying me at the moment, but I believed in it. So I leaned into it and I learned how it operates. And I learned how to make money and learned how to be better at it. Yeah. But lean into something. We're just so widespread, man. But whatever you like spend most of your time in, it will grow, period, point blank. Yeah. Big so lean into something, man. Lean that's that's something. that's the biggest thing, man. Stop chasing all this different just lean in. My dad gave me some of the best advice. He said, um, whatever you do, just be the best at it. Lean into it, be the best at it. He said, I don't want you to do this, but if you decide to sell drugs, don't be no average drug dealer, bro. Be a, be a kingpin. 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 Like, be good at it. Lean in. Like, figure out how to not get caught. Figure out how to make more. Figure out how to bring more people Monopolize on. the market. Exactly. Like, he's yeah. like, yo, if you're going to do it, if you're going to make that decision, mm-hmm. go all the way with the decision. Yeah, so that was huge for me. 
Absolutely. We appreciate you pulling up, man. You know what I'm saying? We definitely got to pull up pull up on your spot and your, your game, too. You know what I mean? I'll let everybody know where they can follow you, social media, and check out the podcast, of course, Social Proof. Listen, pull out your phones right now and subscribe to the podcast, okay? Just, you listen to podcasts? You podcast? Social Proof Podcast on the podcast app. Apple or Spotify, just download the podcast. That one, download the podcast at Social Proof Podcast. Shoot me a text. Um, I inspire people on a regular basis, 404-737-4935. And uh, Instagram at Sleep is for Suckers with the number four. There Thank it is. You. Salute to David Shans pulling up big facts. HBCU yeah. on the green. What's up? Salute. For the streets. Exactly. It's big facts. No cap. Bitch. Still live from Clark Atlanta University, HBCU on the green, DJ screen, Big Bang, Baby Jade. Another special guest just pulled up on us. We consider on family at this point. Aristotle is here on yeah. HBCU on the green. What's up? What's up, man? I'm doing great. What, what's been What's been the move since the last time you spoke to us? I guess give us some quick updates since the last time you sat spoke with us. A lot, man. Uh, I release like a live trading thing where I allow people to see me trade. So mm-hmm. I just enjoy that live trading, showing people my screen, showing them mm-hmm. how I make profits in the market. Um, I'm doing a live trading tour. Pod- I started a podcast, just trying to like, just talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I get like real relaxed and then I just start talking. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, you know, so I, I just have a knack for that. So, you know, I've been doing that. I also bought a um, a big property, another property, my second house. Congrats on that. Uh, yep, I brought I bought it. It's it's well over a million, so you know mm. that's just low key. Mm. And then uh, that's pretty much it. Just uh, you know, changing the area and then moving to you know a bigger house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think you think most black? I'm gonna say, do you think they are and why? But do you think most black people are just scared of the stock market and if? They are. Then why, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think black folks are just scared to stop? But they Honestly, ain't scared to go to casino like we was just saying. Yeah, like, I feel like, okay, at the end of the day, you got to account for losses in life. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. Like, you got to lose to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, if why would I play poker or go to the casino and I got, like, what, a 5-10% chance of winning the game when I can do the stock market where there's things called high-probability setups where I got an 80 to 90% chance of winning. So that's how I look at it. I got a 10% chance, a 0% chance playing a lottery, dang near 0.1%. You get what I'm saying? You got like your odds are stacked against you. So, you know, you know the term beat the odds. The odds are in your favor with trading because there are what is called high probability setups. And all you, and they're like infinity stones, you know, like, uh, What is it? Uh, what's that? Uh, dude, uh, Thanos. Uh, Thanos. You know how you had those, right? So high probability setups are like those. Once you get like about a good six of them, it's like you're real powerful. You know what I'm saying? If you got like six ways to make money within a day, I got about twelve of them. But like you got six ways to do it, and you know what I'm saying? You win the game. So that's how I look at it. I think it's all all on what you program to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you you damn near learn how to shoot dice and shit. Five, six years old as a kid. If That's somebody cool. was teaching yeah. the stock market, it would be more common like now. Yeah. Like you got you guys like y'all, you know what I'm saying, teaching people so it's more common for the youth. But like when you get of age, it's like you know what you know. You know what I'm saying? And, and in our community, niggas really scared to learn some new shit. They sound risky. 
Not all that I get. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it sounds risky, like, okay, it worked for you, but I don't know nothing about that. So I'm going to stay away from that. So like comfort zone. It's just zone. how niggas be. Comfort zone. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. But you showing, you showing the proof, like, nah, it can actually work. But niggas feel like, but it can work for you. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. Because I went and tried it and lost 50000 off the bat. That's just how niggas think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because once niggas lose that one time, like... I mean... That kills the dream. Don't get me wrong. Trading goes against, like, a lot of human nature. Like, we're naturally greedy. You get what I'm saying? So we naturally want to get rich quick. Mm -hmm. So if you get... If you develop a mindset of, okay, it's easy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I can tell all of you. It's easy to make a, a 400 in a day. You capable of doing it. You capable of doing it. You capable of doing it. But the problem is you don't want 400. You want 20,000. You want 20,000. You want 20,000 your first day. You get what I'm saying? For sure. Right? Yeah. So you keep so you keep losing and losing, chasing this big game when you could have just made 400. Because think well, about it. Well, it's a little bit of made it it's, add up. It's 250 trading days. So if you made 400 a day, that's 100K. Mm -hmm. So everybody could technically get six figures off this thing if they stay disciplined and just mm -hmm. say, I just want 400 out the market every day. But a lot of people don't do that. Mm -hmm. They want to, and I tell people, get your money, walk away. But then it do be hard because they'll see somebody like me. Okay, you making ten thousand a day. You making four thousand a day. I don't want to do that. Why do I got to keep making four hundred? Why do I got to keep making five hundred, a thousand? I said gradually get used to making something. But it's, it's it, it got to be systemized. Like for instance, I tell people, okay, if you want to trade, right? Let's say you got twenty five hundred, right? And and if I had a finger, right, you got twenty five hundred dollars and you're going to use 20 percent of your account at a time. So that's five hundred per trade. Right. So you got five times. Right. To use five hundred dollars. So let's just say with this five hundred dollars, I use five hundred to, to, you know, to, to go into a trade. But then I take profits at 20 percent. That's one hundred dollars. You get what I'm saying? I do it again. So what I'm doing is I'm using more size, but taking out less. You get what yeah. I'm saying, but then it make, but then it looks big. So I'm using 500 to make 100. You get what I'm saying? But see, the thing is, some people want to flip the 2500. I'm be like, leverage it. You take bits of it at a time, so you don't, so you don't want to go all in. So that's yeah. why I say use 20 percent of your account. So you got 80 percent left to try again. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's really about. It's about risk management. And I learned that with anything. It could be business. It could be this. It could be this podcast. Y'all gotta have some type of budget and risk management to it. You can't just say, okay, we about to blow 500 racks on Jay-Z interview. You get what I'm saying? Well, you could have put that 500. We won't pay for interview. <laughs> interview. Right. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though, right? When you could have just, uh, 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 uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. use that money wisely. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. For sure. Makes yeah. sense. But that, it makes sense to you, though. It you do. what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't make sense when you, when you, you it's a foreign language. Yeah. To niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why it's, it's it's like it's for the niggas who actually do it, they get really paid off of it. Cause right. it's wide open. We not stepping into it. That's why it, uh, that smart for you to part, start a podcast. I be looking at your shit. Every yeah. time you I'm learning slowly, slowly, and I'm starting to see like, okay, I probably could. It's the same thing as going to the casino with less risk, like you said. Exactly. As long as you can be disciplined. Discipline is the main thing. Yeah. So Cause like, I want to jump yeah. out there and make, like you said, I want to make me a 20 or 30 this first Today. day. Yeah, you feel me? When it took somebody who doing that five years to be able to do that. You get what I'm saying? Like, it took me five years to learn how to make a 10000 a day. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
And I consider myself a smart person. I consider myself to be somebody who reads every day. So what I tell people is this isn't something you can luck your way into. It's something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to sit down yeah, like, and pay attention. That's like if I was trying to become, or anybody was trying to become the next big facts, they can't luck themselves into just blowing up. Y'all know it's going to take consistency. What, what episode y'all on? 134. Well, somewhere, yeah. One something. 134. 134 episodes. So that means y'all doing one, what, every week every or week. every other week? Two every week. Now. So it's 52 weeks in a year. So y'all been doing this for about Almost two and three years, yeah. two and a half Almost years, three. right? Mm -hmm. So people got to realize, okay, you can't just jump and just become big fast right away. It's going to take a hundred right. and some episode, you got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. So you don't got it. So I say that to say, don't compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 10. Exactly. Facts. Exactly. Facts right now. Mm -hmm. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, realize you on chapter one, but a lot of people not willing to go through the, the grind, the long grind. Everybody want to be on, they want to get go to chapter one and be on chapter five tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If they not on chapter five, I quit. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, mm -hmm. and I realized that with anything. Like I really, I ain't gonna lie. I aspire to be a good real estate uh, person one day, but I understand that, you know what I'm saying. For one, it's gonna take a mentor. For two, it's gonna take. I'm on chapter one. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make some mistakes. I got. I'm understanding. You're losing some rehab. I'ma lose. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I'ma lose. I understand. I'm accounting for all that. When you learn that first, that you' about to lose. When you already know you' about to lose. You That's when you gonna win. You feel me? Right. You just gotta. I tell people honestly, you gotta have that cash flow. <laughs> so cash flow. Oh, you gotta have yeah. money to make money for sure. So yeah. have money to make money. A lot of people' problem is okay. They don't have a machine powering their dreams. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like right. a record label is a machine powering somebody's yeah, dream. For sure. Or I got this job, but I'm using my second stream of income to power stocks. Uh, real estate, something. You know what I'm saying? Your second, your, but it take two streams of income. You feel me? Your second income got to be the one to power something. Power the third. Power the third. You get what I'm yeah. saying? That's really how it is. Yeah. But yeah. you, but the thing is, most people don't realize you really do need two streams of income. It's, it's, unless you make such a big stream of income off your one and you living off half of it. Like, let's just say you got a good yeah. six figure paying job. <laughs> what that is? 80, what, 8,300 a month? Yeah, right, eight thousand three hundred a month. Right, if you make six figures in a year, so if you were smart, you wouldn't go get a five thousand dollar condo just because you make six eight thousand a month. But yeah. people do that. They like, well, shit, I'm gonna have three thousand left. You know what I would do? Two thousand dollar a month apartment. Cause you know what I'm saying. Hey, it is what it is. Splurge and maybe do yeah. a twenty five hundred. See, that's how I was living. You feel me? Like, like yeah. I was living like really below my means. Like I live off my army money and then I invested my barber money. So my army money was nothing but, I mean, it was something. It was 3,800 a month. But I still save off that. I was living off maybe 2,500 a month, but I was making 3,800 a month off the army. Yeah. Right. So I'm already saving, you know what I'm saying? Like, like 1,300 right. or whatever that the number is, right? And then I'm investing all of my barber money too, so I'm invest. I'm putting in four thousand. I'm powering my dreams with a, with a four thousand with this four thousand dollar machine a month. Mm. So even if I lose this four thousand next month, I'll make it again. Mm. Learn. I learned something from that last four thousand I lost, but at least I know how to bring in something to where I can just keep doing this, keep doing it, and then soon. But I didn't quit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I might. I, I might have lost 
some money, but I but, but I knew I'm, I'm a cut hair. Yeah. I already know I'm, I'm a barber. I'm a machine. I'm gonna get that three thousand back and go and go put it in the stock market. Go put it into something. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So do you do like some mentoring? Do you do you do mentoring and mentorship type stuff too? Like yeah. Now I do. At first I didn't, cause it was taking up time, and I like to do things in bulk. But now I'm like, you know what? I got the time to like sit down. I had to free my time though, so I had to let go. Of, like like uh, buddy said uh, last podcast. Sometimes you gotta put something away so you can go and start something. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna grow. Mm-hmm. So I was making like 150 thousand a month off something I was doing, right? But I had to be there um, every, I would say three days out of the week, two hours, for two hours. But I said, I'm going to need that two hours back because I got something that could potentially make me, instead of 100K a month, maybe 500K a month. Yeah. Even though I ain't make a dime off of it yet, I believe in it. You feel me? So it's like, now I ain't going to lie, I made some money off of it. But it's like, I'm learning that too. You need a lot of time. And for me as a CEO, I'm like, okay. I need all the time I can get so I can work and think. I need to free up all my time. So I don't need to be cleaning the house. I got I got to go get some maids. I got to invest in myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to be worried about my account. I need somebody knowing what, who I trust looking over this money while I go and do sure something else. Everything's going where it's mm-hmm. I, need, I need a lot of stuff taken care of so I can free my time to think. And a lot of people don't realize that too. Once you start... Once you start grinding, first you're not gonna have no time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no time. I was in the army, and as soon as I get off, cut hair, no time. Mm-hmm. But you gotta go through that, that no time to free yourself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Get you some time. So now that I got time, and it's a wrap, and you gotta get passive income. Mm-hmm. A lot of people income is active. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all when got- When you say pass- active, you mean like similar to check to check? Oh. You're you're you have to be have physically to there to make that oh, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. You gotta you gotta your goal should be to make as much money while you're not physically there. Mm-hmm. Or you're gonna be forever in the rat race. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I tell people that all the time, like they be like, How do I get rich? How do I get rich? I said, You gotta make some money while you're not there. The only way I know that's really possible is is online money. Yeah. The only thing I know that makes that much money while you're not physically there. Yeah, you got to do content, but you can record it one time and sell it. You get what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. We all going to be actively working. You know what I'm saying? I tell somebody, nobody technically retired. Uh, Tyler Perry still working. Steve Harvey still working. Oprah still working. Uh, Bill Gates finally stopped working. You feel me? Like, you, you never really retired. Yeah. And once you realize that, too, that... Sometimes it becomes about, it's not about the money no more. I'm pretty sure you can live off the next five years with the money you got, right? All of you, all of you could. Yeah. But, but you understand, like, I need to- You ain't gonna make live the way you wanna live. I ain't gonna make live the way I wanna live for a five years. You ain't? Hell no. Shit. I got too many people to take care of. You know? Shit, that's and inflation, inflation is inflating. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So that money becoming not I what could it was. Live in my means. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What fit my me? You gotta yeah. be, you gotta go middle class again. You yeah, have... nah, I can't. You can't do that. Nah. But that's but I'm gonna work cause I got that can't no more. That's how I feel yeah. too. That's what you're supposed to do, in my opinion. So why do y'all work? Like what make what's your purpose is just I just work because it just keep my mind from 
from just being flat. Like, if you ain't working, what you doing? That's what I say, but then some people would say, why is our society based on money? Things when you tie in work with purpose too, which I think everybody yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm working, I don't even think yeah. about it. Much. it, it don't, it's, it's this, not, this don't feel like we're working, work. It's not like yeah. it's not work for us. It's just yeah. like we're doing something that we love to do. But we do understand that in the process of this being something that we love to do, we need to continue trying to perfect our craft so that we can be the best at what we do and also maximize the most out of it. Okay. Yeah, that's how I feel about me. Like the reason I get up every day and do it is because it's it's bigger than me. Like so, like I didn't know until I started traveling. Like I go to the airport, I go anywhere, I go out the country, no matter what city I go, people can literally spot me in traffic. I can be in my car, it don't matter. They they just know it's me. Yeah. And they're like, man, you changed my life. You changed this. You did this. That's a beautiful thing. It's like. I didn't know it was that big until yeah, I started yeah. traveling. So now that gave me a purpose of, okay, people listening, people really taking heed yeah. to what I say. I'm actually influential. And really in making a, a difference. In a big part of this culture. So, I, you know, you don't know that. You're just making content. Mm -hmm. I, I thought nothing of it. I'm thinking it's Instagram. You're just doing it, right. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just a businessman, really. Right. At heart. First, I come in as a businessman. You know, of course I'm trying to make a change, but you don't believe you can make that big of a change. When you right. from where we from, you like, this is, I'm way too small. I don't know these rappers, I don't know nobody. I'm too small for this, you get what I'm saying? And my mind's yeah. still kind of like that. Like, I don't know how big this is. I'm just recently starting to understand how big it is. You get what I'm saying? Like the impact and stuff. At this point now, since you are financially well off, what motivates you? Like when you get up in the morning, what's what's your what's your main motivation? I'm living for like my legacy, my family, mm -hmm. um, my last name. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a sense of pride to get up and not quit after a while. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and it's not about proving haters wrong. It's not even about them. It's about me, mm -hmm. what I stand for. You get what I'm saying? Like I believe your life is a book, and if you write in that book, and you you know, let's just say I'm on chapter. 10, right? I feel like I got another 60, 70 to go, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't want this book of mine to say I quit at chapter 10. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's it's really about me. And I feel like once you stop living for other people's approval, you start to blossom in life. Like, and they what they say, if you live for their approval, you'll die by their rejection. Right. So I, I literally don't care how I look to other people. You get what I'm saying? Right. Not how I look physically, how much money I'm in. Mean, I don't really care what they think. Mm -hmm. And that helps me keep going, too. A mind of, like, I'm not living for your approval because I ain't trying to die by your rejection. Because the moment they say they don't rock with you no more, that's when you become depressed. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The moment they not feeding into what you put out, right. you become depressed. So just put it out without all that uh, ego and, and, you know what I'm saying, congratulate me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So you gotta, yeah. you definitely gotta say fuck your critics. You gotta right. say that. You know <laughs> Basically, protect your energy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then learning how to say yeah. no, all yeah. that. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Is it's it easy okay for y'all to, to say no? Yeah, yeah. For me now, it, yeah. I used to, yeah. I used to be a people pleaser. Yeah. But because now, now it's easy to say no. You know what I'm saying? Because so you gotta be the asshole in order to be happy. Yeah, but it's still, for me, like, it's easier to say no, but it's still kind of hard when it comes to the people that I really love and care about because 
it's not that I really give a fuck about what they think, but internally, I just hate letting people down. So it's right. kind of like, uh, I don't really want to do this shit, but if I can figure out a way and it doesn't like affect me too bad, then fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Like, you, if I really love you that much. You, you but, also a female, so it's in your yeah. nature, you know what yeah. I'm saying? To At this point where I'm at right now, Personally, <laughs> I don't really fuck how you feel. Like you just said, it is what it is. If I can't do it, I can't do it. If it's no, it's no. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to keep saying all these yeses to you. I'm eventually going to tell myself no. Yeah. For some shit I want. Right. You yeah. know how, much, how many times I say, nah, I ain't going to go buy that car. But then I tell you yes. I ain't got money for me, but I say yes because you got a problem. Right. Yeah. That shit out the one. Right. Yeah. I had to learn that at a young age to like I had to learn it old age. Right. Like <laughs> not to um cause you know, I, I became a millionaire when I was twenty three. Now I'm twenty six. So, you know, being twenty six, if they see uh but I but I had six figures since I was twenty two. I made my first six. No, I've made my first six at twenty one, half a mil at twenty two, million at twenty three. So in my opinion, I had money for six years. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? I've been living like a big dog for six years. Yeah. But, you know, people only see three. You get what I'm saying? Because that's how long I've been doing it, you know, Probably. popping on. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and I made my first meal when I was in the Army. You get what I'm saying? So, like, it, it was a lot that went to getting that first million. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But once I got it, I had to realize, like, when I made this million, I was in Savannah with just me, my wife, and my son. That was it. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So... It's weird to me when I move back home to Atlanta, how many people like feel like you all yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's weird to me. I was all the way in Savannah when I made this. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I weren't even nowhere near this. I was in the army, ducked yeah. off. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, if I didn't, if I wasn't this big, if I you wouldn't even talk to me. You get right. what I'm saying? Right. So it's like I don't allow people to attach themselves to me. Yeah, Just, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and people don't like that about yeah. me, but they don't realize I understand yeah. how I got this. It was me, my wife, and my son. It was it. Yeah. So I'm, I don't allow people to leech off me and this and that. And I had to learn that just moving on. Or to make you feel up. like they have a right to feel entitled. But they can't. You get what yeah. I'm saying? I was gone for six years. I was in the army. I joined at 18, made my million at 23. So I was gone. Nowhere near home. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. so like. Like, it's easier for me to say no, too, because I couldn't imagine if I grew up, like, if I was in, if I was, it would have been worse, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, people would have saw, but I had to learn that, too. If you want to be, you got to make yourself less accessible in order to boost your value. You get what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. pretty sure, what, I'm, that's a 48 law of power, ain't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you got to make yourself less accessible to boost your power. So I had to learn that, too. Like, if you got a brand or if you got something... Yeah, you got to pop out, but let's look at the old days. Was the king in the middle of the damn village back in the day, every day? If he if he was, yeah. you get what I'm saying? They'll take advantage of him. They want to take him serious. I see this man every day. Exactly. He's exactly. nothing to me. You get what I'm saying? He's a regular nigga just like us. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I tell all kings, when you start getting that paper and you this and that, become less and less accessible on purpose to boost your value and for people to take your time and you serious. You feel yeah. me? Good. Because I always see you, they feel like they know, they really know you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure. They say they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Giving the gems, man. You know we on uh, we at Clark Atlanta University. What would you say to that kid in their dorm room, that freshman? What would you say to uh, brother incarcerated or anybody in the streets about how they can progress their situation or progress their situation financially? It's pretty easy to progress your situation financially. I figured out that it was easy. Now, people going to say it's hard, but I think it's easy. I always tell them the same formula. I preach this. It hasn't changed because this is how I got wealthy. It's to literally live extremely below your means. Stop worried about what everybody's saying about you. Stop trying to compete with other young men because y'all got to realize we got to humble ourselves. We don't got nothing. We 18, 19. We don't have shit. We can keep trying to wear the fake chains on Instagram, buying the V6 Camaros. I did all of that. You feel me? All that, trying to prove that we rich at eight. Just humble yourself because that's what I had to do at 20. I said, I'm going to cut. I'm going to stop playing video games. I'm going to stop buying Jordans every weekend. I'm going to uh, humble myself. I don't care what you think I got on. I don't care about going to the club every weekend. I don't care about, you know what I'm saying, having 10 girls. You get what I'm saying? Like, I had to stop caring about everything. I gave up all that and said, I got to go get this money real quick because it was Tupac who made me realize this. And that Kendrick Lamar, uh, some mortal man, he said, while you young, that's when you got to go hustle the most. While you still want to fight back, while you still want to lift weights, while you still a loud mouth and proud and everything, while you still got all that energy. Mm -hmm. And it really motivated me because I'm like, damn, I'm sitting here like literally conforming to society, going to the club every weekend, uh, worried about who got the most hoes, you know, girls worried about all that. I was just a regular, you know what I'm saying, dude. And I had, and I, I realized I had to isolate myself, and they'll be okay. So a lot of dudes be afraid of that. Like, let me walk away from my homies, cause we've been we've been banging together for a minute, or we've been in the streets, or this my brother. He gonna say I'm an F nigga if I if I move and do my own thing. A lot of people be afraid to branch off. Yeah. But see, you gotta you gotta tell him, look, I got my life, you got your life. Nah, no facts, cause everybody, everything ain't just cause something for you don't mean it's for him. You know what I'm saying? So they you could be trying to drag a motherfucker drag along, it, yeah, he'll, dragging yourself down. And he and you quit because he quit. Well, yeah. he ain't got the motivation. I ain't got exactly. the motivation. It don't go like that. You get what I'm saying? So I, I had to let, and I tell dudes that too. Be a, don't be afraid to walk alone. Thanks. See, I feel like most men who come together and do something already was on a path to doing something, and they align. Mm -hmm. You had motion, he had motion, she had motion. Y'all align. It wasn't like you effed up, you effed up, and you are trying to drag somebody up. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like when you start making that money, you're going to start being in places where people make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the law of attraction. Right, exactly. And I don't know how it is. You get what I'm saying? Like, for instance, I, I ran into David on the way here because I'm on the way to Big Facts too. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I been knew him, but what if I wanted to network with him mm -hmm. or something like that? Mm -hmm. So it's like, humble yourself. Save your money, get a get one stream of income, figure out what the next stream gonna be, and save a hundred percent of that. Don't lifestyle creep. Don't even touch that new money you about to make. So you got one, whatever that first stream, you gotta humble yourself enough to live all the way off it. You got to, or you're not gonna make it. A lot of people don't want to do that. Like when somebody tell me, "Oh, my mama worked two jobs to take care of us," that's cool and all, but it should only take one. You get what I'm saying? Cause that mean you know what I'm saying the lifestyle isn't there or of course people fathers don't be present and you know it be situations but at the same time you shouldn't you shouldn't have to work two jobs to support your life 
Because that's you taking should. up most of your time. All of your time. All of your time. Yeah. When one job you're supposed to live off of, the other you're supposed to use as a machine to power your shit. So if I was in college, I would. if I was in college personally, I'd probably be a barber. I'd probably be a, a, a party promoter. I'd probably be that guy. You get what I'm saying? But see, I was in the military. And guess what I became? That guy. As soon as I went in there. I'm always going to be that guy, no matter where I go, to... Be bringing in some money, no matter what. That was me since I was nine years old. When I was in the, when I was in apartments off Cleveland Ave, I was taking out trash. I was that guy, and I was and I was walking the kid home for ten dollars a week. I was that guy since nine years old. Yep, you get what I'm saying. I was I was somebody right. security at ten years old, mm. making sure he, you know, what I'm saying his mom paid me ten dollars a week, Make and sure I'm taking out hard. trash. So I'm taking out trash in the mornings, and then uh, on the weekdays I'm walking the kid home. Always making money since I was nine. Mm-hmm. When I was in school, I sold candy. I was always that guy to plug and play himself in any situation I'm in and capitalize. I got all you got to do is see what do people need. How can I add value? You get what I'm saying? So that's how you do it. You just got to say, okay, what can I supply these folks? What can I take advantage of? When I was in Kansas, I was a sneaker reseller. Why? Because I live in Kansas. White people ain't buying Jordans like we are. See, in Atlanta, uh, the line gonna be 50 people and it's only 20 J's in there. You get what I'm saying? It's only 20 J's. It's 50 people in that line. Kansas, five people in this line. So, you know, I'm always that type to think. It's five people in that line. That Jordan costs 180 stock. I can go put it on eBay for 250. That's what I did at 17 years old. I, that was, so I've been selling online since 17 yeah. and that was in 2013. I made my first thousand online at 17. Yeah, so, yeah, so I've been I've been doing it for a minute, and you know how like some people be like, what was it about you in the past that makes you a millionaire now? I didn't notice it until I got older and said, damn, I've been hustling my whole damn life. I always been that guy since I was nine years old to go get some money in every single situation I ever been in. I'm talking about I have not. I have not had a job since I was 16. You think you think for some people that's just how it is. Some people got it, and some people don't. Like you and think there's bosses and we gotta have workers with bosses. Everybody can. I think so. I think God has chosen people. And I, I think it was just I had a hustler spirit. Mm-hmm. Like my parents never told me to go do that. Those are all my ideas mm. since nine years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't have the uh the best grades. I did, you know what I'm saying, all the way up until high school. I took all the advanced classes, so I wasn't no dummy. I took AP classes. I always had honor roll all the way up to high school because I found out I was going to the army. So I just, but I always had sense. I always knew that I can read a lot. And reading really what got me here too. Like just read books, stay up on your education. Um, And you must, sharp, knowledge is really the power because even in any business you got, if you like, let's just say I'm competing in the Airbnb industry. It doesn't, yeah, you can advertise. You, you do got to get your marketing up. That's true. But if I know more than you too, I'm going to outdo you. You know what I'm saying? Like you might, so I always tell people marketing is key too, learning how to market, but also knowing like, like to keep going and to keep reading, to keep furthering your knowledge. That's how I get ahead in my market too, is you can't compete with me if I'm always reading. And I know you about to take a break. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to know when people taking a break, like you got to, and that's what I learned too. Like 
You really want to be a hustler, hustle when people take breaks. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go crazy. Like, I already know Saturday and Sunday, you beat on the week. You done. I'm not. You get what I'm saying? Every weekend, I put in work. So that's 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 my gym to get to these dudes. We appreciate you pulling up, man. Let everybody yeah. know where they can tap in with the movement, Aristotle Investments. Man, Instagram always shadow banning me, but Aristotle <laughs> Investments. Instagram always shadow banning me, but you got to type in the whole thing. Aristotle Investments, A-R-I-S-T-O-T-L-E underscore investments. Yep, and that's me. You can find me on all platforms. There it is, www.bigfactspod.com, HBCU yeah. on the green, salute. Yeah. For the streets, exactly. It's Big Facts. No cap, bitch. Live from Clark Atlanta University, it's DJ Screen, Big Bang, Baby J. We are the Big Facts crew. This is HBCU on the green, and the only way we can start this situation off. With the push. With the push. The push. With the, the push. Energy. With the winner, G. Corey Jacobs is here. Let's go. HBCU on Let's the green. Let's go. HBCU uh, on the facts. green. Big Facts. Big now, Facts. Now, I'm going to commit you. This is just a snippet of, of we're going to sit with Corey. Oh, no, this is a push. Yeah, I just told my man, I said, listen, I can't give up the whole push because the whole push is just too big. Right. Let's let's really do it the right way. We got to do it. We're going to give him a taste. It's just a little dribble, a little drip, a little drip. We got to do that. So let everybody know why. I'm ready for it, too. No, no, I'm just saying, it's it's over. I'm outside. We already got the. the whole play. Yeah. I need three cameras, four, and then I got a camera taking the picture of the camera. Yeah. And then a camera oh, behind him with a camera. That's and what we need. Camera. Yeah. And a drone <laughs> catching this shit from the top, bottom, and the sideways. Yeah. That's how we're going to do it. So so let everybody know why we're here today, man. You know, you invited us out. We appreciate you. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, a, keep, as a, another executive producer of Big Facts, you oh, know. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't we the like... The behind the brand. That's right. Okay. Why wouldn't we not bring in, you know, the our, our own podcast, right? That's right here in Atlanta. Mm. That's That owns the streets. That's the voice of the streets. That's interviewed everybody. Got 100 episodes in, right? And that's on the Revolt platform. That wouldn't even make sense. Right. So you figure, you figure, what do we do? Big facts on financial literacy. That's For That sure. feels like something to me. We might be able to do that. Run that through the high schools and everything. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Through the hoods. Because everybody ain't going to go. We need to go where the, right to the people where they need us to be. Right. You see what I'm saying? Pushing. Mm-hmm. With the energy. With the winning energy. Sure. No complaining. No excuses. You know what I'm saying? We plowing through all obstacles and, and to do what we got to do for the people. And I just commend y'all. Y'all super consistent. You're super real. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and what y'all talking about and the way you talking about it, people are afraid to do it. That's why I mess with y'all. And I'm gonna keep messing with y'all. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So let's break down the concept of mm-hmm. the HBCU on the green for yeah. everybody that's gonna see this and yeah, yeah. they may not understand. Yeah, HBCU on the green, you know, when you just think about look where we're at right now, we're on the green. You know what I'm saying? When you think about the campus and you go to the center of campus where everybody's stepping, where you might get into a fight, where you do whatever, you might have a debate, you're going to do that on the green. So everybody come to the green and do whatever you're going to do. Inspire people, poetry, and, you know, um, you know, mentor each other, you know, and just sell a community, sell some shit. Yeah. So at the end of the day, HBC on the green is a, is a fintech company slash merchandising company, right? Okay. So we got the collegiate license to do merchandise for over 70 historical black colleges. And Brandon is everything. I'm a brand guy. I come up in the 90s, you know, and, and I think Brandon is important because if people don't know who you are, you know, how 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 are you going to do whatever you're going to do? 
So we stop it. I'm gonna try to get them stopped. Yeah, get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, cool. No, yeah, we're gonna and y'all gonna y'all gonna cut this up. Yeah, just HBC on the green. You know, it's a company. It's a fintech company. Where I love fintech, although it's you know a new uh, um kind of a new space with banking. We're able to capture data, and you know we're able to capture the data so that we can better serve the community, right? So at the end of the day, I always was a trendsetter. You know, I like to pioneer things. So if we have this license. We have to think, what else can we do with a license than hawk merchandise? You know what I'm saying? That's that's not that's not the big idea. That's not gonna, you know, save lives. So what we did was we found a void, something that's never been done, was to to get the, the schools on these reloadable debit cards and gift cards so we could start these students on their financial journey. Okay. Right? So we do gotta hit that off. Well, go ahead, go. You can keep it. For sure. So what, what what's the follow up to this? Like will you be taking the follow this to different Yeah, the follow up the follow up to this is um to take what we done here. Obviously this is our first one. You know, obviously you get the chance to see after you do something how we can make things better. I'm super happy. We got our you know, we partnered with MasterCard on this on this initiative. They they've been a great partner. Right uh, on to come on board. They already was doing great work in the space, you know, giving money to Howard and all these various schools and even Morehouse and um and Spelman. And 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 and, and I can see that they authentically want to see change, right? right? So it's only natural. A lot of times you might have a corporation, they try to do it themselves. I think I think the best way for us to get the community is partner with people that's in the culture that can add value and do it in the best way possible. So we use our relationships, right? We got Big Fat Show. Boom, we come with Big Fat Show. We bring them on the campus. We have a relationship with Terrence J. Terrence J, we can call him on the phone. We don't got to go all up to a thousand people. Yo, Terrence, what's going on? We got something going on at HBCUs, and he showed up. And it, and it keeps going on and on, right? right? So I feel like this is just the beginning of, of a lot of things we can do. We got a black-owned, Hair Products Company, which is Talia, who's a good friend. She's out of Harlem. She has, a, you know, she has, um, you know, hair shows that that thirty thousand people come to. So when we think about a natural partner, we will have a Talia brand where they got Jimmy's hair products and they also have the natural hair for the females. We got black people with a lot of natural hair. So they're making the products that actually work. When they get those products and I can see they're using it, they're putting it in the hair, they're like, yo, listen, I finally have something for me. So that's what we want to do. We want to create design back end on um, reward systems that, that helps promote us to circulate our money back in the community. So personally, what does this movement mean to you, and at the end of it, what's a win for you, personally? Yeah, man, a, a, you know, a win for me, the win, personal win, is that obviously so the people that know my story, which we're not going to we'll get into that to the next episode, you know what I'm saying? It means a lot because I'm here full circle. You know, I had a, I had a very, you know, challenging journey, you know what I'm saying, to get back here. I went to an HBCU, right? I left college to go to an HBCU to have fun. When I went out there to have fun, there was a lot of elements and things going on. So it means a lot to me because I didn't stick it through. I didn't follow through and finish school. So now to come back out here to bring a financial literacy tools to the students, back to a colleges that I once 
was my stomping ground. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? To sit back here with my legs crossed, executive producing a podcast, three, four cameras on me, an artist that I represent, and, and, and MasterCard executives here that's on deck, probably proud of me, man, because I'm a black brother out here putting it down, overcoming sure. adversity. I want to be an example for individuals who feel like they can make a bad decision, and, and then that doesn't define you. You don't got to give up. I don't give, I don't give a F what it is. You know, I can say the F and everything. We're gonna go F and all that when we do the other show. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I just, I'm just proud of, you know, how we was able to came, come together. It's not easy. Anytime that you're doing something that's never been done, there's gonna be little kinks in it. But look, we're here today. We're here today. I feel amazing. I feel full of energy, and I want to take that energy all over the world. And I want to do more programs like this. I want to go to every college. I want to have big facts at every show. You know what I'm saying? Turning up. I want to go into schools, and I want to start them in the schools. We're doing it here because this right here, they need it. We need to take them through their financial journey, right? But we also need, even before they get to college, we need to start giving them this information. And there's a lot of people out there that's doing it great. I just want to do my part. I just want to do my part. Everybody do their part. Everything gonna be cool. The world needs that energy. The world needs that energy, and we here to <laughs> and we here to and we here to bring it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Here. Hey, big shouts out to Corey Jacobs and everything you're accomplishing. Salute to you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It's more coming to come. Soon, coming soon for sure. Yeah, big for facts, sure. Corey Jacobs. That's HBCU on the green. Big facts is here. Revolt. Get ready. Let's go. Revolt. Salute. We're bringing a revolt to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We already started with the black news, mm -hmm. right? And now we're bringing the whole operation to Atlanta, where our people at, where we should have been. But it's okay. We pivoted. Yeah, you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? It's all right to pivot. Right. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Right, you don't right. just stay somewhere and just know it's wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you pivot and you do what's right. Yeah. So the right thing to do is to go where our people are at, go where our creators are at, right. go where the talent is at, and go where the people are at. And that's why we here. Revolt, let's fucking go. It is. Words from the push. Words from the Words from the push. Itself. Blood, y'all. Pete, streets. Exactly. It's big facts. No cap. Bitch. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 